Listen, how much do you know about Edison? As much as I need to know. Has he ever mentioned anything about um, a religious background? Why ask me? Well, men tell women things they don't tell men. Well, this man hasn't told this woman anything like that. All right. All right. Would it be in his file? Murray. No, no, no. You're right. That would be prying. And we wouldn't want to do that. Max. You rang. Oh, God, he's been in the Dobie Gillis file again. Max, um, you share memories with Edison, is that right? Mm, I like to think that he shares memories with me, actually. Right, do you, or does Edison have a religious background? Murray, I really think this is prime. Depends on what I find out. Part of our memory is a little confused. But? I find no kneeling on wooden pews, no prohibitions against smoking, dancing, or carrying on, no, 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 no crying in the chapel. Or is this the Elvis Presley file? Thanks, Max. We get the idea. And while we're on the subject of TV religions... May I, may I, may I say unto you verily that they do a good job collecting all those donations. God, God, God may have taken only seven days to create the universe, but they're running repairs. It's of business. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day. Somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. So I don't care what the unemployment rate's gonna be. It doesn't matter to me. My campaign doesn't hinge on unemployment rates and growth rates. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know, if you're a shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? You guys are in love, but they can't get married because you don't want to talk to your ugly child for fucking five minutes? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? The God of the Old Testament is arguably the most unpleasant character in all fiction. Jealous and proud of it. A petty, unjust, unforgiving control freak. A vindictive, bloodthirsty ethnic cleanser. A misogynistic, homophobic, racist, infanticidal, genocidal, filicidal, pestilential, megalomaniacal, sadomasochistic, capriciously malevolent bully. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Really? I'm so fun. So what fun. is this, like 1987? I don't know, man. It's MTV Crits. Are we the kings of rock? Um, there are none higher. Suck like MCs can call us sire. I'm so fucking tired. I don't care. <laughs> don't so this is uh, Are You Serious? Care. Episode 210. Yes, 210. I think that anniversary is, um, I don't know, coconut shavings or something. I told my wife it was it was hand jobs, so don't tell her any different. Okay. Yes. This is why we keep the door closed, right? Well, that's why she's not in here while we do the show. <laughs> Anywho, so I put up a post uh, the other day because I was, I was trying to think about... Um, you know what we can do to improve the show. Wait, I just noticed. Wait, you're wearing a name tag. Does that your your work ID? 
Yeah, that is. I was going to say I didn't. Yeah. I didn't bring mine. I don't have one. No. But no. See, I finally have a job where I'm not embarrassed to wear my name tag after I'm done working. Like I didn't. The level of security coming into this place has changed. Like the, uh, like the, uh, do you like the X-ray scanner out front? Um, yeah, I want some eight by tens of that too. It's my sure. pelvis. Yeah, that's the only part we take pictures of. Um, when I was at AMC, I never wore my name tag because I really the <laughs> place was kind of crappy after a while, and I, Every I was again, kinda, I'd keep money in there fine. just to you know, a little. I didn't wear it because it, I thing. worked around spinning moving parts. Oh, and you didn't want to get choked. Well, there's that, but it had the quick release in the back. I didn't want to have to fix the machines after yeah. my name tag got sucked into, you know, Revenge of the Sith or something. Yeah, that's true. Um. Anyway, so you went to a movie. Yeah, we went and saw Paranorman, which yeah. which my girls really enjoyed. It was more of a horror movie than Nightmare Before Christmas or Coraline, because that had yeah. some, some creepy elements to it. Uh, Corpse Bride. This was yeah. interesting. I liked it. The girls liked it a lot, too. Cool. However. However. We had some problems, and I'm in the middle of talking to... Uh, Some people. AMC people to uh, compensate for the problems that we had. We showed up a half hour before. Mm-hmm. We went to the kiosk because I don't go to the, buy the tickets from people because why not? Why? And so the, the girls were using the touch screen on the other one because yeah. they can't complete a transaction. Right. So what does it matter? They're having fun while we're buying tickets. And we went and looked at the dogs. And all those dogs are tiny in the pet store. Yeah, and they make up names that like cock a shit or <laughs> shit poo or whatever they fuck they are. They're just these little mongrel. Because you know what they used to be called sounds back like, when? That sounds like chapter breaks in German porn. <laughs> I get it. But you know what those were called when you and I were kids? Mutts. Mutts. Yeah. Now they they're just mutts. like, oh, that dog fucked that dog. Okay, it's a cock a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. We need to and stop. Seven hundred dollars. Genetically modified puppies. Oh, they're delicious. <laughs> Only if they're braised. <laughs> um. <sighs> so we went and looked at the dogs, and we came back, and we got. Uh, it was it was uh, last week. So one thing I had all week that was like not healthy or good. Yeah. Uh, I had a vitamin water, which is like yeah, okay, yeah, that's, that's fine, right. and a small popcorn. Wow. Yeah. That's how serious I am. I was going to say, I've known you for a decade. I've never known you to eat a small popcorn. almost didn't get popcorn. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm hungry right now, but that's okay, because we've got to lower the calorie intake, up the exercise. I park on the... I know I'm kind of jumping all around. I, I park on the fifth floor of the parking garage at work, so I do 10 flights of stairs a day. Plus up and down to thread the projector all the time. So I probably do 20 flights of stairs. You should get a little pedometer for your phone. I should. I have one. I just forget to turn it on. But anyway. Anyway, movie. So should I read what I wrote? Because it would just be a lot easier than me having to recount it. And then there's a beginning and an end time. Because I was talking to people on Facebook. They don't. A lot of people don't mind the two-hour length of the shows. (sighs) But they, they suggest that we focus. Focus and stop the rambling shit at the end of the show. My I words, like that and um, focus up on uh, and not jump all over the place. And no more talking about suicide, apparently. So, um, so I'll read this. How about that? Um, uh, the post title: I went to AMC and barely saw a movie. And this is uh, 
This is the unedited version of what I sent to their corporate office. I cut out all the extra, like, I'm writing a post for people to read bullshit to make it entertaining. Um, Today, my family and I went to the AMC Theater at the Liberty Tree Mall in Danvers, Massachusetts. My girls are very excited to see what they called the zombie movie, or Paranorman. Uh, We arrived 30 (laughs) minutes early, purchased our tickets, and settled into our seats with 12 minutes to spare before the previews were set to start. However, after the where movies live, you know that ad? Ah, uh, yeah, that's bullshit. After the where movies live ad played for what seemed like longer than usual, it froze. After a couple of minutes, the screen went blank. You can still see some illumination on the screen, so clearly a projector was on, but no sound and no picture. I learned a while ago that the, since the installation of digital projectors, there's a good chance that they are set to automatically start, which we have found out since that they definitely are. In other words, no one is there anymore when your movie starts to make sure everything is okay, which explains why your Batman movie's fucked up oh, all over the place. so fucking angry about that. Isn't that the perfect setup for a business that thrives or dies on the product of the, of the product on the screen? Set glitchy systems to run automatically and not check on them until people complain. That will do wonders for your customer service. I have been to quite a few theaters this summer, and not one ran without some kind of issue. Masking, lights not going off or staying on, audio issues, and now this. This was the final straw, because I actually paid cash for these tickets. Nothing happened for the next, and I timed it because I'm that kind of person. 22 minutes. No way. 22 minutes. An employee with a walkie-talkie, I actually know who it is, was in the theater after the first five or ten minutes of nothing on screen. That part I didn't time. Uh, At no point did the employee make any attempt to address the audience or let us know what was wrong or how long it would take. We were literally and figuratively left in the dark. Have you ever tried to sit with two very excited four-year-olds in a theater full of kids and there's nothing on the screen? Yeah, and then their parents come back and tell you to get the fuck out of there. I know, huh? (laughs) I don't recommend it. As if that wasn't bad enough. When the staff finally did manage to get something on the screen, it was the first 60 seconds, a full minute, of the trailer for Killing Them Softly. I'm going to play a little of that because you have to hear it. Because it is not in any way appropriate. Play the first minute. All right, you ready to do this? Is that what you got? Dishwashing gloves? You want to look like a bunch of amateurs? What's this? A sawn off shotgun. It's what you asked me to get you. It's going to kill anybody in the room. Mark Trapman's game was hit a couple of nights ago. Hey, hey, hey! Just give it all up, nobody gets hurt. It's only money. So where do we go from here? We start with Trapman. They are not going to okay anything major here. What does that mean? They just want you to talk to them. Hey, what's going on? Hey, hey! Talk to them. Shove them around a little. Don't hurt them too badly because they don't want them hurt. Let's have a beer. We got the two kids. One of them starts bragging about how he just knocked over this guy's game for 100K. I don't know what it is with these guys. They can't keep the mouth shut about nothing. Goes up like a bonfire. I love it. That's the first minute. Wow. They showed that to my four-year-olds. And that first minute includes, just at the end of that minute, a dude getting caught in the explosion of a car being blown up. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. And then it went blank. 
for another five or six minutes. This was completely, this is back to my writing. This was completely unexpected and totally inappropriate. My wife and I attended a PG rated movie with my two four year old daughters, and we were expecting something appropriate for the rating of the feature. I knew it was wrong. Yeah. But I let it go because I wanted to see what would happen because my girls are mature enough to know that they're actors. Yeah. So they're not going to freak out about it. What were the parents doing? Uh, the 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 babysitter behind us was saying this isn't right. Okay, good. Now, girl, get up and do something about it. Because I'm tired of being the one to get up and do something yeah. about it. My, uh, uh, the whole time, Ellen's looking at me. What like, theater were you like in? Three. She's like, "What are you? What are you going to do?" I said, "I'm going to see what happens because I'm going to write to them now." After the trailer, I was livid. Yeah. How do you fuck that up? Right. Especially when all you're doing is pushing a fucking button. No, not even pushing a fucking button. Yeah. They uh, pushed the button like a week ago when they set up the schedule. Yeah. It's not that fucking hard. Once the staff realized the mistake, the screen went blank for several more minutes while adults started the disgruntled grumbling. Almost exactly a half hour later than the advertised time, someone managed to get the feature on the screen. It was presented with no pre-show and, more importantly, no trailers. That was disappointing. Yeah. My girls and I were really looking forward to what would probably be in front of Paranorman. Because we watch trailers through the Comcast On Demand all the time. Um, And I list the ones here that I think would be on there. Frank and Weenie, Finding Nemo 3D, Hotel Transylvania, Rise of the Guardians, and maybe The Hobbit. Yeah. That all fits. Because, like, I don't know how to program trailers. Watching a movie without trailers is very unceremonious. You can do that shit at home. I never knew how plain it would make a movie until I experienced it. It was very... I was very, very disappointed with how the theater performed, and I am extremely reluctant to take my children back there. I want them to love movies, not get frustrated with equipment that staff can't seem to master. I did not stay to make my complaint known to theater staff at the time because my children were tired and it was past time to eat dinner, something we knew was going to happen. Right. But then again, if it's 6.30 or 6 o'clock or whatever... But you also got fucked out of a half hour, too. Well... It actually would have ended... About the same ju- time. Yeah, just like 10 minutes yeah, later. it's usually about 18 minutes of previous. Now there is. There's like yeah. 22 now, which is terrible. Um, also, it was after shift change, so everyone that experienced it firsthand was most likely gone. That's insider knowledge on right. you know, how that shit works. Besides, if you make a mistake, a mistake, especially two or three in a row like they did... You need to come to us, not hope we don't come to you. Uh, Let me scroll down here. It's not really working for me here. On AMC's corporate site, we can get a handle on what AMC expects from their projection staff. Let's take a look and see how it stacks up to today's performance. (laughs) Uh, This is what you sent to AMC? No, I left this part out. Oh, okay. Um, But... uh, I had a moment where I asked my boss, I'm like, hey, can I send it from my, my work email? that has the signature line yeah. on it. And he's like, well, that's really for work-related stuff. I'm like, if you say no, that's fine. Yeah. I just wanted that little extra oomph. He's like, you know what? Keep that in your back pocket. <laughs> he says, you can tell them what you do. That's, there's no problem there right. because you have certain expectations when you go. I'm like, all right. So I'm going to go through some of these. I'm just going to read the parts um, that matter. 
um, as a projection staff, presentation manager, whatever, it says you will ensure the best possible out-of-home entertainment experience available. Fail. Failure. Uh, bottom line, you help put on a great show. Fail. Deliver a comfortable, distraction-free, and picture-perfect entertainment experience. Fail. Ensure picture-perfect presentation through auditorium and booth evaluations. Fail. Identify picture and sound problems and and correct them accordingly. Fail. That's a double fail, right? Answer guests' questions and concerns. Fail. Guarantee crew members satisfy all AMC guest service standards. Give me a fucking break. Uphold AMC's high standards and deliver entertaining company-wide programs. They don't. Uh, The place is a shithole with ankle-deep shit. And then um, it says, as a presentation manager, projection staff, whatever, at an AMC theater, you'll also be required to demonstrate. And the only one here that really mattered to me in this whole thing was proficient guest services, guest service, and follow-up skills. Yeah, nothing like that occurred. Fucking assholes. And then at at, at the end of it, it's it's funny. It says, at AMC, we live in a team-based culture where a take-charge approach exists at all levels, especially when you want to take charge of your career, blah, 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 blah. Uh, If working in the entertainment world, delivering superior customer service, superior to who is the question. Now, to be 100% totally fair, I do now... I, I did lie, actually, in the beginning of this. There was a time I went to a theater, and I did not have a problem. When I went down to Philadelphia, I went to an AMC and saw The Dark Knight, okay. and it was perfect. No, it's that particular theater, because that woman is fucking that, that place one, up. And the one down the street, the one down Route 1, the showcase in Revere. People don't, yeah. give, people don't give a shit anymore. That's nah, terrible. So, Fuckers. um... You're allowed a thousand characters on the AMC website yeah. for complaints. So I started to type out what I had. I got halfway through what I wanted to say because, not because I wanted to use a lot of words, but because a lot of shit went wrong. Yeah. So on their twi- on AMC's Twitter and Facebook page, I said I have a problem. We have unfinished business. and it doesn't fit in a thousand characters. Give me an email address. And I, I got to give them credit. The whoever runs their Facebook account yeah. next day gave me an email address. Nice. I was contacted today by the home office, you know, to call them, which is really good because I was kind of concerned that it would be handled on the theater level, and I would have to deal with that twat again. Yeah. But there is no, honestly, there is no conflict of interest here. There's no. Yeah revenge issue because I've no, I've are... had in the past multiple issues with how this theater presents their film and I'm just like oh whatever all right mistakes happen this was no, this, this is, was this, this was you showed me the wrong trailer yeah, it's just ridiculous and they didn't respond they didn't do all the stuff you're supposed to do they didn't do all that stuff that you would expect anywhere you go yeah in any type of setting so yeah, yeah. That's a shame. But the movie was good. I enjoyed it. Okay. I, I really did. Um, it was a little straightforward. If you watch it, um, they there. It's New England houses. It's not called Salem, but it's Salem. It's Salem yeah, it definitely is. Um, it's nice. It 
they did some interesting things, and I, I guess because I'm an, I'm an adult now, I just don't accept the stuff at face value on the screen. Like, oh, that's, you know, yeah. missed. Really, it's like, you know, muslin and, and thin uh-huh. kind of. And, and the way they make some of the faces was really nice. But the witch, you find out, uh, later on you find out. Um, don't spoil it. I want to see it. The the person that does the voice of the witch was well when you, after you see it I'll, I'll I'll go into more detail but I really appreciated who they chose to do the voice okay so it was nice right. it was it was kind of touching it was uh, kind of scary for little kids but it was good cool and there were a lot of little nods if you're if you're if you've seen horror movies if you're a fan of any of the the, the genre type stuff there yeah. It was, it was it was it was amazingly done. I can see it getting because it's it's hand done stop motion. I can see best animated nomination for it because it looks fantastic. It's a small scale. Was it better than Brave? I I don't know how you would compare the two. This is this is Paranorman to me is like it's on such a small scale, like Monster House. You remember Monster House? Yeah. It took place within those two yards. Right. And Brave is epic. big and epic. It's yeah. It's it'd be like comparing um, uh, Moon to uh, I don't know. <laughs> Gladiator. Empire Strikes Back. Uh. You know, it's like claustrophobic and small yeah. and then it's galaxy spanning it's did you ever see moon i've yeah most of it <laughs> not all of it because it. because people online have, have i know how i know oh, what it is just by know. and i'm really trying to avoid spoilers for like upcoming like yeah. seasons of stuff and and and, and oh my that. wife was telling me she read that book um perks of being a wildflower yeah which I kind of want to see. Yeah. Um, and then she tells me like a, like like an important part of it, <sighs> and then she goes, "Spoiler alert!" I'm like, "Wait, what? Well, stop!" That's not Just, you're you're really kind of fucking up what the word alert means. That's this Leela on uh, Futurama. The ship says, um, uh, "She says um, warning," and then uh, out of fuel, and like that's not a warning. A warning is before it happens. Yeah. Not so it's yeah, like, geez, yeah. like yeah. So thanks, honey. Hey, you watch community, right? I do. I'm gonna sound like a total idiot because I didn't understand this. Okay. You know the shirt Abed wears with the four astronaut ghosts, each one's a different color, and then there's another astronaut in a yellow suit on the ground, like holding his hand up, afraid of the ghost astronauts. No. Oh. Okay. Have you got a picture? I'll find a picture. Uh, the bass player in our in, in my band there um, has the shirt. This image, yeah. Okay, he's and he said, "Do you get it?" I'm like, "What do you mean? Do I get it?" I said, "Abed wore it on uh, Community. That's the only place I've ever seen it." Um, he's like, "The only thing I can suggest, yeah, is that it's a." Pac-Man reference. I didn't get that because yeah. I didn't. I didn't see his helmet clear enough. Yeah, I got it only because of the colors, but that's kind of funny. Yeah, I thought that was that was really interesting. The way the helmets are rounded and they trail off at the bottom, and he's got his pills over here. Yeah. 
That was kind of, that's that's really clever. Yeah. Uh, now it makes me want the shirt even more. <laughs> um, so yeah, we played a show last night at a club called Radio, and uh, we did a pretty good job. We um, it's it's. I don't get to practice a whole lot. We don't practice together a whole lot. Yeah. Um, Where was it? Radio in Union Square in Somerville. Um, I don't know it. It was. It's. It, they're new. They've only been around since October last year. Yeah. Um, but I, I think we we played really good. The only problem was it, it was Thursday night. We went on at midnight. Ugh. And uh, I I was surprised. I was awake. Honestly, for that, because I've been getting up at five, six o'clock in the morning, yeah. exercising, working, coming home, going to sleep, pretty much. Um, but it was we we played better than we had at any point, and you know I'm the first one to say we're terrible, except for yeah. you know Drew and Bernie and the drummer and the singer. So I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the thing, the hard part I find out about playing in the band is like. We don't have... It, it took us a long time to get set versions of the songs. Yeah. So it's not like we're covering like War Pigs, which we were going to and then we didn't. Where it's like, okay, you know the lyrics, you know the changes. I don't know what the fuck Ryan's saying. I don't understand what he's saying when he's singing. So I don't know where we are in the songs. And I can't hear him anyway. Right. So I miss a change here and there, but I'm not lead, so it's okay. So, But it's still fun. That's, That's cool. all that matters, right? Exactly. And all the other bands hung around to see us, yeah. so that was nice. And I got a parking spot right in front of the building. That's bonus. That's, that was the best part. No, I can't say that. That was the best part personally for me. Was the <laughs> not worrying about the car is like it's always such a like like weight off my shoulders. Uh, well, car karma has been fucking me this week. You never have good luck with cars. I really don't. I hate owning a car. It's so fucking annoying. It really is. I yeah. fucking hate it. Uh, what, what's wrong now? Brakes on the Volkswagen. Yep. $600. Wow. Yeah. And then we've had this recurring, this consistent problem with the van, the passenger side, um, front, like the window. Okay. There's like a problem with the motor or whatever, oh. and like the window will tend to slide down. Oh, so we've yeah, had this yeah, block yeah. Of wa- we've had this block of wood in there for the longest time. And right, it's been right. Fucking fine. Yep. Well, we don't have that. It fucking slid all the way down into the door. Oh. So now, before Tuesday, when it's supposed to rain, I have to figure out some way to fucking fix that. <sighs> Duct tape and a bag, and then it looks awful. Yes. But if it's just in the driveway, it'll at least keep the rain out. Yeah, I know. But it's like, you know, yeah. it's the minivan and you got four kids and you have shit to do. Yeah. And Taking the door apart is a nightmare. It is because I can't fucking do it. Yeah. The Saturn that we had, the uh, four-door Saturn. Remember the green one? Yeah. Both windows in the back yeah. f- came off of the track somehow and they would start to slide down. It's But since they were the back windows, they would only go down halfway. Uh. Somehow, at some point, they caught again and like started working again. But it sounds like yours just. No, it's not gonna. It's not yeah. gonna fix. I got to the point where I was like putting like a big long, almost like a hanger piece of metal down with a hook on the bottom, trying to like oh, catch the, the bottom, bottom of yeah. the window. But I just can't because I think it's caught in whatever it is that's supposed to drive it up. Yeah, so, it should be on a scissor lift kind of thing. So I have no fucking idea. I'm pretty pissed. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. 
and you just want to grab the top and pry it apart, don't you? What and I grab it and what I want to do. What I want to do is actually break the window inside now and call my insurance company. Well, if you hadn't have said that, you could have. Bring it, motherfuckers. <laughs> Sir, I mean. I got news for you. If my insurance company hears me say that, yeah. then you know what? Fine. Well, yeah. And you've done your fucking job. Yeah, exactly. You're following up on yeah, me way exactly. too much. Yeah. Okay? That's you yeah. up my ass. That's fantastic. I read a story today that we're not going to cover, really, because I didn't share it, so I don't have right. a link to it. It was about a guy who's filing a lawsuit for discrimination because someplace he went... Um, was allowing women in free, but it never lets men in free. And okay. he's like a police sheriffy type guy. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, so whatever, that's that's fine. That I can see the pluses and minuses to that argument. But what caught my attention was he says, "I have children, you know." And swear to God, this was in the quote: "If you don't stand up for something, you'll fall for anything." I'm like, holy shit, dude, you listen to the show. <laughs> or you've seen Sucker Punch. Or uh, you've heard that someplace else. Yeah. But my first thought was, I wonder if he listens. That'd be funny. That would be funny. So let me know if you do, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so in the interest of trying to keep things organized, um, yeah, let's do a break. All right.
All right. So we didn't talk about this last week. We did a little bit, and I was wrong. Actually, I haven't actually pulled anything up. The guy that went in and shot up, I think it was, what was it, the American Family Association or something? The the one lone gunman that wounded the security guard? Remember we talked about that briefly? Um, He was a left-wing, radical, I-have-a-message kind of kook. Just like the people on the right go keep it fair, right? Yeah. Uh, apparently, he had a gun and a bag of Chick-fil-A sandwiches, and he was very unhappy with what they do. Um, you're a fucking idiot. Yes. All right? That is not how you get your point across. Shooting people you, is we, never the idea. As a the nation, right idea. we do not deserve to have the Second Amendment, quite frankly. It's, it's been bastardized and fucked over in 11 different ways. Yeah, It's been and reinterpreted as many times yeah, as the Bible. Yeah, exactly. So it's just cut the shit. Um, we as a society is too goddamn immature to... Uh, as a society? How about as a race? <laughs> I mean, just, you know, Brevik, the guy that shot up all those all the, all the people, you know, on the other side of the world. Yeah. He was found uh, sane and he's going to stand trial. Good. Yeah, so then they can execute his ass. And, and then today, um, the Empire State yeah, building area. Yeah, another one of these. It's like, come on. More people were shot, but more people were killed in shooting sprees in Chicago overnight than were killed in New York, but nobody covers Chicago. There was a post, I think it was the New York Times Online, they put up a picture of a woman laying on the ground with like pools of blood around her, and everybody's like, that's disgusting. We don't need to see that. And I'm like, yeah, I think Maybe you, you do. fucking do. And then this, Rush Limbaugh implies that Empire State shooting is Obama's fault. What's he want to be a rock star now? I don't know. I just hope it, there's no ad in the beginning of this thing. The, uh, the New York Daily News and a lot of the New York media and some of the television networks. New York Daily News reporting that the Empire State Building shooter. You heard about this? Okay. New York Daily News reporting the the Empire State Building shooter did indeed kill his boss. Well, he was fired yesterday. He went out there and he killed his boss. I wonder if Obama's constant warfare on bosses and so forth might have led this guy to pull the trigger. And now, from sunny South Florida, it's Open Line Friday! Oh, you ought to see the faces of the people on the other side of the glass. Oh, no. Rush, you didn't really said that. Say that we got time on the on the delay. To... No, Rush. Oh, you didn't really say Yes, I said it, and we're not going to bleep it out. I'll guarantee you. The last time there was a shooting in New York, who did Mayor blame it on? Tea Party people that didn't like health care, right? Gabby Giffords, you name it. They, they, that uh, wasn't in New York. Shooting out in uh, Colorado. Brian Ross, Tea Party did it. Well, here you got a guy shooting his boss for being fired. Who's out there ripping bosses to shreds every day? Who's out there ripping businesses to shreds every day? And who's out there killing jobs every day? So... Yes, we're trying to illustrate absurdity by being absurd. The absurd way the news media, the rest of the left, try to capitalize and politicize any terrible crime that they think they can associate with Republicans or conservatives. We've seen it time and time again. So why not give them a dose of their own medicine here? 
Huh? Think Obama and the Democrats have any blood on their hands with this shooting today? No. Don't be frightened in there on the other side of the glass. No, you have gravy on your face from the fatty meal you just That just doesn't make any meal? sense. No, well, does he ever make sense? His drug-addled brain doesn't connect the dots the way Don't they used to. That bitch that he is. I actually miss Glenn Beck. At least that fucker could put together some kind of conspiracy theory and, like, make us laugh. This guy's just pathetic now. No, I'm sorry. The whole the whole gun thing is just it's just. Now we had a shooting in was it Burlington Braintree? What there were a bunch of years ago. Yeah. workplace shooting. It was yeah. in Wakefield. Wakefield. Yeah, oh, that's a lot closer than I yeah, thought. Yeah, a was. guy yeah. lost a job, went in, shot a bunch of people. Yeah. I don't blame Republicans. I don't blame Democrats. I blame this dude for doing what he did. Yeah. Okay. But I do have a problem with people saying, oh, you know, Second Amendment, it's our right to have guns. I'm sorry. You know what? You want to go shoot guns? illegal in you New go, York. Right? You want to go shoot guns in a gun club? You know what? Leave the fucking guns at the club. Yeah. Or, or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have a problem with people owning guns. I think that sometimes maybe the wrong, unstable people own a gun. But when I got fired from AMC, I wanted to beat the fuck out of her. I really did. I wanted to, like, pound her head against the desk until it looked like a sponge soaked in blood. But I didn't because I'm smarter than that. Well, yeah. But I never wanted to shoot it. Well, okay, growing up there were bullies that, and I would actually get kind of badly beaten. And I, I did want to shoot people. And I had access to weapons. And I did not use them. So uh, where's the disconnect? And, just, for, and, and another what? thing, who fires somebody on a Thursday? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on the guy that got killed. No, I just other but, other countries have really strict gun laws. And they don't have this yeah. shit going on. All but right? there's so, there's HR practices that are p- firmly put in place that if you're going to fire somebody, do it at the end of the week. Right. Give them the whole weekend to cool off. Then that doesn't happen unless they're really pissed and they come back the next week like the Wakefield they've dude. They've spent that whole weekend plan and they're like polishing the gun, that carving your name into the bullet. Exactly. Yeah. God, I'm so tired of those people coming at me. <laughs> you just got to stop pissing people off. Yeah, Fred's dead. It's okay. Oh, he was actually nice when it comes down to he it. He was nice, but he was quirky. He was quirky, but I don't think he was ever uh, gonna gonna. Go no, off the deep end and shoot somebody. No, I don't think he would have. No. It was fun to joke about it. <laughs> but if he ever did it, phew. All right. Um, so, yeah, so we have one guy that's not politically motivated, and he shot a bunch of people. There were a bunch of um, unpolitical or religion-motivated shootings yeah. in Chicago. I, oh, wait, back to the Empire State Building, though. Um, yeah. I did see that. You know, the police returned. He turned and fired at the police the police fired back yeah and um i think that some of the people who got shot during that actually got shot by the police that's that's what one of the reports i read said that they were uh, friendly fire or whatever the fuck all i picture i'm sorry and i know that police do their job blah 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 but all i picture is is um is will ferrell from um oh what the fuck is it the good guys no from Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Oh. When he's like that. He's like that. Um, he was Marshall Will and Holly. Yeah. 
the, his Land of the Lost reference. And he's just like, bam, 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 all over the place. <laughs> oh, that's right. So that, that's, that's, right. What, that's what I picture in this case. So now I'm going to get a lot of shit from people saying I'm making fun of the police, which I'm not doing, so put your pens away. I don't, I don't know if we have people that are going to get that worked up about it. Here's the story, and I'm just going to go down the Facebook thing um, because that'll at least... This, this headline is awesome. Coley Mitchell, lab tech, found drunk, partially clothed, clothed, <laughs> sorry, surrounded by escaped monkeys. Okay, now, <laughs> it's got to be. Look at the stone nest picture of him. <laughs> so, you know what's great about this? One, you have to look around and double check, okay, this is not the onion. No, it's the Huffington Post. Second, um... Um, I think the headline has to be a little wrong. <laughs> well, oh, oh! Before we because move, before we move on to this, I want to say there was an onion piece that ran that they actually updated. You know, they don't really ever touch their right. stuff. They they post it and that's it. And the onion story was nation rejoices as we go one week without a mass shooting. Oh, and then <laughs> basically they said, nope, never mind. So um, moving back because to this. the thing about this headline is the escaped monkeys part. Yeah, because they're um, freed monkeys probably at that point. Well, let's see if, he's, if, the if monkeys, he let one go and that one let everybody else go, then they're escaped monkeys. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's this see. This is not a sitcom or some sort of I don't know. Jim Carrey movie. That title definitely says sitcom. Let's read it. A lab tech at Georgia Health Sciences University may have engaged in too much monkey business. Uh, you know that. Who's the writer of this? <laughs> um, Dave Moy. Dave? Dave, come on. You know that you typed that. You went around and you looked around and went, this is hilarious. No one's going to catch me on this. <laughs> I actually get to write this, and it's legitimate. I can't I got paid for this. Officials jailed Coley Mitchell, 32, on August 13th after he was discovered intoxicated with his pants down in a campus locker room. <laughs> well, that mouth, is the place for it. He got mouth raped by a bunch of lab animals. <laughs> in the same room, two lab monkeys who had been let out of their cages. Oh, in the same room, there's a colon. Two lab monkeys who had been let out of their cages, the Augusta Chronicle reported. Were wearing little mini lab coats. Yeah. <laughs> it looked adorable. Glasses and headbands. It was weird. <laughs> in this, uh, Mitchell smelled of alcohol, according to police reports, and became belligerent and combative when asked to leave the room. I'm Tarzan, I'm King of the Apes. <laughs> Mitchell was booked on charges of public drunkenness, but was released on August 17th and has since been terminated by the university. A spokeswoman they told the Huffington him? Post he was buried <laughs> by the monkey. Yeah. GHSU does not condone behavior that conflicts with the research, education, and clinical missions of the university, and employees are expected to conduct themselves at all times with integrity and respect. Jennifer Hillard, Scott Senior Media Relations Coordinator, in a statement to WJBF-TV made before the termination she followed it up with, I can't believe I have to fucking talk about this. <laughs> Meanwhile, the monkeys that were found running loose <laughs> have been examined by a veterinarian and found to be unharmed, WRDWTV reported. Who is this? Who's that guy? Oh, that's it. Then, you know, at the end of the Huffington Post articles, it's always, you know, a slideshow of oh. crazy people. Oh, okay. Um, 
So, oh, Coley Mitchell, we'd like to hear your side. Yeah. Um, if you want to tell your story, please, are you serious? Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Yeah. Let us know. We'll put you on live. Oh, boy. It's probably going to go, look, uh, the monkey offered me a little toke. I don't know where he got it. Hey, but- they made that sangria in the turlet, so <laughs> I figured if, they, if the monkeys made it, it had to be good. Uh, freaking awesome uh where to fucking start with some of this shit i've just i've i've some i forget and i kind of forego the um the the group page and i just post it on my wall yeah let's 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 go with the the elephant in the room and just get some shit out of the way what's his face so Todd Aiken, I think, has been a sacrificial lamb just, for the Republican but, but Party. You know what, though? Like, every Republican has been a sacrificial lamb for the stonecutters or whoever's but, running no, this organization. I think it's to distract from Paul Ryan and, and Romney and the whole taxes. And Romney today said, I don't need to show my isn't birth the, certificate. Isn't the, um, isn't the uh, what do you call it, the, national, the Republican National Convention this weekend or yeah. something? yeah. I, I don't know if I have the strength to watch. I'm going to watch coverage from, uh, I'm sorry, John Stewart, which is going to be, quite yeah. frankly, the most interesting and honest and entertaining yeah. take on it all. Because, really, they have no control whatsoever on what's going on in their party. No. None. No, it's like, it's like they're, they're the Democrats, but with a really extreme message. If they're... <laughs> If their best is Romney and Ryan? Yeah. I'm trying to think of the equivalent, um, the, 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 the left-wing equivalent of Romney and Ryan. I, I would get that kid Corey and the monkeys. I would have to say it Coley, would be... Holy, whatever um, the fuck his name is. It would have to be what's-his-face there. Kerry, John Kerry, and I'll say Alan Grayson. No, I'm sorry, because the Republicans, <laughs> the Republicans now look like just this... This bunch of bubbling, bumbling idiots. They're, every time somebody you know they, says something, you, do, it gets worse. Do you know who they remind me of? They remind me of, like, the quote-unquote bad guys in an 80s romantic comedy or, like, teen romp. Okay? What? what like the Cobra Kai? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and they're just so laughably ridiculous. <laughs> Sweep the leg, Ryan. Sweep it's, the leg. It's just... It's just because nothing, nothing that they come out saying isn't stupid. Yeah. It cracks me up. It's like they've just given up. It's just like, all right, let's just start. uh, Let's just start going around to the campuses and uh, country clubs and start looking for guys for 2016, maybe 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) because I'll tell you, you know what, though? Actually, 2020 is their best shot. Because then they'd at least have a slogan. Yeah. Because then they'd say, hindsight is 2020. Yeah, they'll fuck it up. Yeah. They'll, they'll fuck that up. Hindsight for 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on. So Todd Aiken said stupid shit about how women's bodies apparently can self-abort or stop <laughs> sperm from traveling into the if it's legitimate rape. It wasn't so much the biological fallacy that he confused duck vaginas with human vaginas, because um, apparently ducks actually have the ability to do that. 
<laughs> there are a lot of. I is there a lot of duck rape? Well, is actually, that the, is that what they're squawking about? All the time? Oh, when there's one female and a bunch of drakes, it it it's like you know. She picks her mate, but then they're like, "Oh, it's a dog fucker." <laughs> She's there. It's, it's, it's like it's like an uh, it's like a, an unruly gangbang porn. <laughs> like, all right, I said cut. <laughs> so he said a bunch of stupid shit about rape, and um, now this has people going back and digging up all the stupid shit that Republicans have said about rape in the past. Because Paul Ryan tried to help redefine rape in a bill that he co-sponsored with Ryan Todd Aiken. Todd, oh, okay, Ryan's yeah. Todd Aiken, yeah. How about that? You know, it's pretty bad when you've got someone like Clay Aiken coming out going, "Yeah, there's no relation here." Uh, yeah, I just, uh, I just, I, I don't, I don't want any connection to this guy. <laughs> we have a, we have a, a guy that writes into um, outside the cinema, and he just started recently posting on Facebook and everything. And the poor guy, his name is Paul Ryan. And when, ah, when Bill bastard. says, this one's from Paul Ryan, I'm like, that, fr- oh, no, no, that's the cool one. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but it's like, it's like if your name's Sarah or Ellen or whatever, you know, there's, you know, for, for girls named Ellen, it's like, oh, are you gay? Uh, no. Do your balls hurt? Do you want them to? Shut the fuck up. It's. It's that, oh, well, there's one famous person with that name, so yep, now everybody has to be just like that one person. That's why there aren't a lot of Adolphs. Yeah. Not anymore. Or Benitos. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a couple of quotes. Here's Paul Ryan. Um, he says, uh, I'm as pro-life as a person gets. You're not going to have a truce. Paul Ryan said this on why abortion should be banned even in the case of rape, incest, or endangering a woman's health. When asked about jailing women for having an abortion, he said, if it's illegal, it's illegal. (sighs) (laughs) Do you... (sighs) But who who do you then jail? The person that had the abortion? Or the person that did the abortion or performed it? Everybody, jail everybody. Yeah. Just everybody's in jail. Rape is kind of like the weather. If it's inevitable, relax and enjoy it. No fucking way. So, Reverend Scott, listen who said up. That? Hold on, hold on. Who, no, who Let said me just that? say this clearly again one more time so he can isolate that because this will come back to haunt okay, me. Should we both say it so we no, can no, get well, you one can, of us? You can, well, let's do it like one and one. Right? Okay. Rape is kind of like the weather. If it's inevitable, relax and enjoy it. Rape is kind of like the weather. If it's inevitable... Can't see that. What does that say? Relax and enjoy. relax and enjoy it. That was Clayton Williams, a Republican. He was the 1990 candidate for Texas governor, so he was smarter than the one they have now. Yeah. Uh, federal Judge James Leon Holmes, a Bush appointee, said concern for rape victims is a red herring because conceptions from rape occur with approximately the same frequency as snowfall in Miami. You're a douche. Republican Representative Harry Aldridge said, The facts show the people who are raped, who are truly raped, I'm doing my fat white guy I was voice. just wondering why you're like Ted Knight from the Mary the, Tyler Moore the, show. The juices don't flow, the body functions don't work, and they don't get pregnant. You're an idiot. I know this because I have personally raped 14 <laughs> maids in my Aww. time. Uh, Republican Representative Stephen Freind 
Because it's F R E I N D. Friend? Sure. No friend of mine. <laughs> the odds that a woman who is raped will get pregnant are, quote, one in millions and millions and millions. <laughs> he is the worst C3PO I have ever heard in my life. And you have to say it like that. The odds that a woman who is raped will get pregnant are one in millions and millions and millions. And, and you have to millions. go and you have to tap your fingers together. Yes. Millions and millions and millions. Uh, Republican Senator Chuck Winder said, I would hope that when a woman goes into a physician with a rape issue, that physician will indeed ask her about perhaps her marriage. Was this pregnancy caused by normal relations in a marriage? Or was it truly caused by a rape? Basically, the doctor would say, fuck you, bitch. Tell me the truth. And your husband's allowed to rape you, little lady. Well, it says so in the Bible. I don't know. <laughs> Republican Representative Todd Aiken. First of all, from what I understand from doctors, pregnancy from rape is really rare. <laughs> Making him sound like a dick on purpose. <laughs> if it's a legitimate rape, the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. Yeah, by clawing at the fucker's eyeballs. What the fuck is going on? They have totally lost control of their party. But the thing is, that Aiken is not an isolated incident. And the problem is that, like, I don't understand how women can even for a moment consider voting for the Republican ticket this time around. I see people people on the side. I see people that are... That are like, oh, I like Mitt Romney, I like Paul Ryan, and it's women, and it's people that I thought were smart. How can you vote so viciously against your own self-interest? And right. this isn't even like jobs or religion. This is your fucking body. And, or your daughters, or your sisters, or yeah. your nieces, or just that cute little kid across the street who you're fucking taking away any hope. Yeah, I posted a pretty awful Oh, yeah, I picture. saw that. I saw that. Uh, don't look, because I'm going to read what it says on it. Um, it's a picture of a 12-year-old girl that has been beaten to a fucking pulp. And it says, uh, a question to conservatives who believe in a ban on abortions. By the way, I put this up to see who would unfriend me. Yeah, anybody? Not yet. I want, I want somebody to argue this with yeah. me, too. It says, after your 12-year-old daughter is beaten and raped, how do you tell her that since her body was not able to shut down and prevent her pregnancy, that you voted for laws to force her to have the child of the monster that stole her childhood, her innocence, and her future? I I have never, and i got to get this off the screen, because I can't stand to look at right. it. It actually, like, I won't yeah. be how able to. How old is the girl in that picture? Huh? 12? Yeah. Yeah, i got a 12-year-old. I would okay. kill. I would. Almost I would. I I'd would be, kill him and everybody he knows. Yeah, I'd kill him. Definitely. And you know what? I would hope that I would be a, the jury well, of my there was, there was the, the one guy in Texas that, oh, yeah, that caught the guy. Beat the shit. Killed him. Yeah. Killed him. I, if, if this ever happened and the police went to investigate, you know, to find the person, they would walk in the house and they'd go, oh, what's this slippery shit on the floor? Because that would be his body. Yeah. I would the bones and everything. Right. I, I don't care. I, but that's the thing. You look at that picture and you try to answer. Try to answer right. the question of how can you do that to somebody? How can you force somebody to do that? And I, I post a lot of antagonizing shit. 
you know, just to get conversation yeah. going, just to talk, just to get stuff out there. This is the one where this is the one picture where if you come out even a tiny little bit on the opposite side, you're gone. Yeah, you're, you're out of my you're life. Wrong. I don't give a shit. That's the wrong side of fucking everything. Yeah. What's that Fox News one right there? I had an argument with uh, somebody about this. Uh, Fox News said they found out the identity of the soldier that killed Bin Laden because he wrote a book under a pseudonym. And okay. they announced his name. Oh, that's a good idea. On the either the website or the air. I don't know. Why would they do that? Because they're fucking assholes. This, to me... Now... The short conversation on Facebook that we had under there was basically, what the fuck? Yeah. And then it was followed by uh, me saying, now imagine if MSNBC did this. If MSNBC did this, the network would be fucking shut down. Oh, yeah. They'd be traitors. They would be marched out into a fucking cement lot and shot in the head. You do that for a scoop? You do that for ratings? Okay, so what we have here is it says, Al-Qaeda websites vow, quote, destruction of SEAL member outed by Fox News. It would be funny if the word member was taken out of that. And meanwhile, Seal's like, what the fuck did I do? Well, it would be really funny if they took the quotes off destruction and put it around member. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a funny article then because they'd be like, dude, watch your dick. The guy who killed Bin Laden, this is his cock. This is, yeah, yeah. He had huge balls. Yeah. So we couldn't bring those. Uh, it says, from NBC, users on several militant Islamic websites affiliated with Al-Qaeda have posted the name and photo of a former Navy SEAL identified as the author of an upcoming book on the commando raid that killed Osama bin Laden. The posts call for his destruction, quote, in revenge for the Al-Qaeda founder's killing. The former anonymous SEAL was publicly identified by Fox News yesterday for unclear reasons. The identities of SEAL Team 6 members have been withheld since the raid due to the possibility of retaliation attempts against them. I think uh, tomorrow I would love to see that the Department of Justice and uh, whatever else is applicable uh, goes after Fox News and arrests the people that put this shit up online. It's just that's... Oh, yeah, most definitely. Absolutely reprehensible behavior. I... I don't know. I, that that one's beyond me. Uh, why the fuck you need to do that? I mean, SEAL Team Six is fucking mythical. They are they are like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah. And you need something done. You need a pirate shot in the head on rough waters from a hundred feet away. It, two of them yeah. at the same time. Call them. Who though? Like he was writing a book. No easy day. Who was? Why was he writing a book? I I think it's because he felt like people should know what went on. You know what? It's, that that's you know what a lot of people write books though. I get it, but let let's read the other article here. Um, he should have been, quite frankly, banned from doing so. Your job is secret. You know he, he might have been. I don't, I don't even know. It says uh, Bin Laden raid tell-all author revealed questions raised whether ex-Navy SEAL had SEALs have freedom of speech. Uh, the author of a recently announced insider account, and this is on Fox News, by the way. This is on their website. Uh, the author of a recently announced insider accounting of the raid that killed Osama bin Laden. And why does Fox News spell it with a U what? when everybody else spells Osama with an O? That always bugged me. 
has been identified to Fox News as a 36-year-old former Navy SEAL. And part of me doesn't want to say his real name out loud, but it doesn't no, matter anymore, does no, it? No, don't do it. Don't. Okay, I will skip that part then. Uh, from Alaska, has played uh, a role in the high-profile rescue of an American captain kidnapped by Somali pirates. That was also a badass operation, too. Oh, yeah. The book, No Easy Day, the first-hand account of the mission that killed Osama bin Laden, is set to hit shelves on September 11th. It is That makes sense. Yeah. It is penned under the pseudonym Mark Owen. That's on the cover. So, yeah. According to the publisher, but multiple sources told Fox News his name is, in fact, of uh, somewhere in the United States. Uh, he could be exposing himself to legal trouble as the Pentagon has not vetted the account. Um, the tell-all book also has apparently upset a large population of former and current SEAL members who worry about releasing information that could yeah. compromise future missions. See, I would think that just because of just you no know, secret military shit, yeah. you wouldn't. But be that, able but to, that you, comes down to like the commanding officer and all, and and the higher ups. No, but I'm just saying he that. shouldn't be allowed to write that book. Well, I mean, it's there's got to be question, you know. Right? The operation's over. It's not like we have to go find another bit. Yeah, Laden but there are somewhere. operational sort of details that I think speak to how they do stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I would think that there'd be a gag order on stuff that you do yeah. for X amount of years. It's been a year. Not even. That's true. Yeah, I could see 25 years. Yeah. Or, you know, 10 or whatever. Because your tactics would change at that point. Uh, the tell book also is apparently uh, upset a large number of former SEALs um, who worry about releasing information that could compromise future missions. One Navy SEAL told Fox News, how do we tell our guys to stay quiet when this guy won't? Other SEALs are expressing anger, with some going so far as to call him a traitor. I don't believe that one. I wouldn't go so far as that's, to call him a that's traitor. Hyperbole. But I would just say that it's it's not a I don't think it's a great idea. But then again, like but this be, is also written on Fox News's website. Yeah, so. I know. But they also, you know, the publisher must have had some clearance legally. I don't know. I yeah. just think it's weird. Yeah, to hear you really think also. that like like the Obama like like Obama would 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 let this go through? Yeah, I mean, he is technically the dude's boss. Yeah. And as we all know, technically is the best. Kind I don't of know. Fox is douchey for doing it. Like, why? What's the point? Uh, because it's coming out on September 11th. Uh, it was one of the most. It was the hot, one of the higher profile things that that happened under Obama's presidency. It's right before the election. Yeah, I think there's political maneuvering in, I'm in sure place there here. Is. And uh, if it comes back to, I would love to see it come back to, oh, yeah, Rupert Murdoch said we should do that. <laughs> because it will give the other guy the advantage. At what point is Fox News going to stop being called news? Why can't they just be knocked off the air for being uh, misleading, slanderous, libelous? Well, the thing but you know what, Fox News, I think now, is pretty much like going to listen to Rush or any of those others. Yeah, you're, but people you're, you're believe go, this but shit. But you're going to the you, but you're preaching to the to, to the choir. You're not going to anybody who wants quote unquote real news is not going to sit down with Fox and go, oh this is where I'm going to get interesting information. But you know what? They're going to go to Fox to have their opinions validated. But if, if you were to take the people on Fox and 
move them back to center, you would keep those same people. But but they won't. They would just believe something different. They're, they will go where the money is. And this is the biggest... This is the biggest contradiction I've ever seen with Fox. They make movies like Spider-Man and Resident Evil, right? You have Family Guy and all of that other quote-unquote offensive stuff. And then you, uh, for their news channel, because it's all the same because, shit. But look at it's how the far right it's across Christian the whole shit. spectrum that they get folks. They'll get folks who are yeah. pretty liberal watching Family Guy. And then they'll get to the, you know, the, the conservatives yeah. watching the news. So and they Murdoch just get has said in the past, it's wherever the money is yeah. that the network will go. So, But because, I don't think any because, thinking person looks at Fox News and that's goes, the oh, this problem, is compelling. Though. Of course it's the problem. It's people don't think. Thinking's hard. Yeah. Well, that's 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 the problem. Thinking's hard. Yeah. When in fact thinking is difficult. Ah, you like what I did there? Yeah. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Skip over that girl because uh, so Lance Armstrong had all his fucking titles taken away because he was a doping douche. Yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah. No, it's not. Fuck that guy. Well, Seriously, he does all that stuff, and he 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 overcomes and inspires all these people on a lie. Yeah, fuck him. Well, that's the thing. It's like disappointing to see like the the curtain get pulled back, and it'd be disappointing to see that he's a yeah. Liar. And you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, he was fighting these charges for a long time, and it's like, oh, okay, well, you're fighting him. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because if you're going to put all this time and effort into it, then you must think that. You know, you didn't do anything wrong. Well, I think that's the perception. You're just like going to keep fighting it, keep fighting it, keep fighting it. Yeah. You know, you keep saying, no, I didn't long enough. Your, the hope is that, okay, people will go away. But and, as soon as you start saying, no, I'm not going to fight this anymore, you're guilty. You've given up. Yeah. Who's so. just knucklehead? Uh, an idiot. The title here says, oops, a Republican told the truth. They do hate black people. Uh, let's see if we have audio on this one. Uh, no, so I have to read it. Uh, this story should be getting more media play than it has. In a rare moment of candor, one in which he thought was off the record, Ohio's Doug Preece? P-R-E-I-S-S-E. Preece? Ah, pressy. Yeah. A GOP candidate chair and an advisor to Governor Ron Kasich uh, admitted, I think I said that right, I don't know, admitted to the Columbus Dispatch that they don't want African-American people to vote. <gasps> Bum, bum, bum. That was yeah. That's about the, the, the as dramatic as that needed to be. Yeah. And here's his quote: "We shouldn't contort the voting process to accommodate the urban read African American." He said that part. I didn't make that up. Voter turnout machine. After what I assume was a pretty severe Republican tongue lashing, his party said that Preci thought his comments to the Dispatch were off the record. Why would you think any conversation with a newspaper is off the record? Exactly. Ohio is just one of several GOP-run states that think that making it difficult for people to vote is the Republicans' ticket to victory, especially if those people are of a minority, young, female, or old. Hmm, I wonder who they're going after then. Hmm. The tactics vary, but the results are anything but democratic. One GOP House leader, Mike Terzai of Pennsylvania, was also caught being a bit too candid. Oh, yeah, we've talked about this asshole before. He admitted the voter ID laws are designated for handing Romney the victory. 
Voter ID, which is going to allow Governor Romney to win the state of Pennsylvania, uh-huh. done. A recent poll shows that Romney has 0% of the black vote. Yes, you read that right, 0%. It was reassuring me that I read it yeah. right out loud, right? It's really no surprise that they want to keep African Americans away from the polls. Now, what do the Polish people have to do with it? I don't know. In response, the Obama campaign has fought back both defensively and <laughs> offensively. Defensively, they are fighting blatantly illegal voter suppression efforts through the courts. Well, that's good. Offensively, they are doing what the Obama campaign did best in 2008, winning the ground game. Uh, and this comes from the Huffington Post. I think that all these challenges are why you run a field operation and why... In a battleground state like Ohio, where we have four times as many offices as the Mitt Romney campaign does, and many times more staffers, we have the advantage to do it, said one senior staffer who spoke on the condition of anonymity in order to speak frankly about the campaign strategy. I know everyone thinks it is just our side that suffers from these things, from ballot access challenges, but their senior voters are going to have challenges too. Both sides are going to have to adapt to this, and I think that is a place where we have an advantage on the ground. So to that I say, do everything you possibly can to vote. Yeah. Don't let them turn you away. It's your constitutional right. Exactly. Just know what you need. If your state has changed laws like a bunch of old fucking rich white dickheads are known to do, if you need to take your license or proof of residency, then do Just it. Bring it. And, you know, you're allowed legally to leave work to vote. And if it takes all day, you, you know. It's going to be a big election this year. Yeah. This is important with all yeah. this stupid shit, with all this rape and women's rights and shutting down all of these quote-unquote special interest groups like the fucking Department of Education. Yeah, special um, interest groups. Uh, granted, the Department of Education could use a revamp, but shutting it down isn't the way to no. do it. It's just, there's... Every day, every day it's like, holy shit, is this more shit I would have made up if I was a writer for a comedy website? It really is laughable. At this point, the the show, I think... Our show has lost its bite a little bit because we used to do stories like this one that we'll do when we come back from a break.
So like this story, <laughs> and it's titled, fascinatingly, Idaho Republican quoted as saying, I don't think women even know what rape is. <laughs> Why? <laughs> to quote Parks and Recreations, it's when the penis goes in. Well, <laughs> what's, the, what, what's the next line? Come on over here, ladies. I'll show you what a good raping is. Oh. It's like that. Oh, what the fuck? We're now a week into forcible rape gate. The issue of Republican males, and they crossed out the word mullahs and wrote males, <laughs> totally alienating all female voters is in full swing. Representative Aiken really got the ball rolling when he very publicly articulated that the Republican establishment's attitude toward <laughs> rape is just slightly ahead of the Taliban, but behind Saudi Arabia. <laughs> wow. That's, that's chilling when you hear it that way. Uh, but it now seems that the floodgates have been opened and the inane clown posse, ah, see what nice. they did there? That's pretty good. I like this writing. Is serving all the bat shit with a side of pink slime it can to its ignorant base. Let's face it. Here, Republicans are to science and anatomy what bowling is to athletes. Oh, <laughs> I would have gone with NASCAR, but. Uh, the latest pretend human. Wait, the latest pretend human being and closet sociopath to weigh in on forcible rape gate is Idaho Republican Chuck Winder. 
Much like every single Republican state rep. <laughs> Winder, I didn't even rape her. Oh, Winder is ignoring that boring recession thingy and devoting taxpayer dollars to implementing virulent. How do you say that word? Virulent. Yeah, yeah with, virulent. A, with an L Y on the end. Virulently. I can't. It's too late at night. I can't yeah. say that word. Anti-woman legislation. For example, Winder is the sponsor of the state's double ultrasound bill. Which requires women to have an ultrasound before they can access any abortion but services. But it's not covered by any health insurance. <laughs> of course not. Now this lovely Adonis is curious as to whether those silly gals even know what's getting thrown to the ground and sexually violated. Sorry, I read that wrong. <laughs> it's curious to know whether those silly gals even know what getting thrown down to the ground and sexually violated means. And here's his dumbass quote. Rape and incest was used as a reason to oppose this. I would hope that when a woman goes into her physician with a rape issue, see, there's that quote, yeah. right? That physician will indeed ask her about perhaps her marriage. Was this pregnancy caused by normal relations in a marriage or was it truly caused by a rape? I assume that's part of the counseling that goes on. Now, before I get back to the article... It is actually possible to rape your wife. Yes, it is. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't crazy. No means no, mofos. Yeah. Having to divide... Divi <laughs> Take your time. You're doing great. <sighs> I'm trying to keep up the pace and keep it condensed and interesting. Having to define rape to these stupid man children is like trying to explain why putting your hand on a burning stove may not be such a good idea. But rape is when you decide to penetrate someone without their permission, which is pretty unambiguous and self-explanatory. Oh, I'm laughing at the comedy, not the, right. not what it's derived from. Believe it or not, it's really not like parking in somebody else's parking space without consulting with them. But stay classy and thoughtful, GOP. Uh, should Republican efforts to redefine rape really shock us? After all, they have been raping the American electorate without their consent for the past 12 years. Only now it appears their official party platform. Maybe this is maybe this is part of some sort of strategy. You know what? They used to have really brilliant strategies. I didn't agree with them, but they used to know what the fuck they were doing, didn't they? Because you would look and go, oh, wow, they, uh, wow, they really came around and, okay, you win that one. But no. I have the king quote right here. Wait, what is that? Hold on, let me read it. Let me read it. I gotta wait for the page to load. Paul Ryan on abortion exceptions. Rape is just another method of contraception. Well, and no, that's not what it says. Read it again, which rape, makes it even worse. What what am I missing? Read it oh, again. Contra I said contraception, yeah. right? Oh yeah. I did not mean to say contraception. Rape is just another method of conception. There you go. Just yeah. another method. There's missionary, there's doggy style, and there's bleeding vagina. Yeah, there's rapey <laughs> style. It's okay. Just... Um, you know what? You know what? Let's start this Because doesn't he look like some guy who's just like... <laughs> he looks look, like some douchebag extra from the office. That hitchhiker got in the car. She made the commitment. <laughs> um, uh... Oh, boy. Um, while he is technically correct and biologically, <laughs> scientifically correct that rape is another method of conception, 
How the fuck could somebody running for vice president of the United States actually say that shit out loud? I just, I don't understand it. There's a lot of shit that goes through my totally head. They're totally throwing this. On, totally is it throwing on purpose? This. Really, I'm just, I'm, I'm really, I'm really expecting, here, here, here's the debate. Here's the debate. You ready? And uh, <laughs> so you got Romney up there. Yep. And you got Obama up there. Yep. And this, this is how badly they're throwing this, yep. right? Where, Obama, where, where Romney just kind of leans into the microphone and goes, nigger. <laughs> <laughs> All right? And he, that's how badly they're fucking this up. I don't understand. Like, they're totally throwing it. It's like taking a standardized test, and instead of marking the little ovals like you're supposed yeah. to, you make a picture of, like, a Christmas tree or yeah. a naked lady or something like that. Yeah. They're totally... How do you fuck this up? Seriously, if you're the Republicans, how do you fuck this up? Obama has done nothing for education, really, substantively, all right? Well, they, um, they don't give a shit about that. Stupid, no, 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 but I'm just saying this. If wanna, but if you so. want to win this, it's just like the economy's still in the toilet. Beat the shit out of him on the economy. Yeah, but then they would have to talk about the economy, and they've done jack shit. But you know what, though? Do but it, it, does, it. It, 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 it doesn't necessarily matter. They can just go on. Look yeah, at what a shitty true. job he's done. I'm going to do a better job. Look at what a shitty job yeah. he's done. I'm going to do you, a better you know, job. You know what? But they're talking, doing all this stuff with abortion and rape and like, guys, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's like the end of one of our shows. It's like, all right, wrap it up. Shut the fuck up. Oh start God. new next week. This this is like the political debate on community where you, you have, you have um, what the fuck's his name? Mitt Romney. And he's up there going, pop, pop. Yeah. And then Paul Ryan comes in and goes, yeah. <laughs> I just don't get it. I mean, Romney says. Uh, but even Romney's not doing a great job either. I mean, it's not like he's being embarrassed by no, his running mate. He but almost, the whole fucking party is just imploding. Romney almost came out as a birther today. <laughs> like he was so close. And I bet you they bring up the birth certificate in the, in the, in the convention. They're going to bring it up again. You know what's going to happen at the meanwhile, convention? Meanwhile, Obama's selling mugs on his website with his smiling face on one side. It says, Made in America. And on the other side is this fucking birth certificate <laughs> on the really? mug. Yeah. That's I'm going to buy one of those. That's awesome. But what's so funny is just like... And, oh, wait, wait. What it says on the official Obama web store is, how do you own this? Make it funny. I'm like, Wow. <laughs> Okay, You're spelling it out. Um, you know what's going to happen at the Republican convention? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This pop, pop. No, what's going to happen is they're going to come out and they're going to say, look, look, look. We know the conversation has sort of gotten away from jobs and the economy and energy policy and all that. Um, and there's been all this talk about rape and abortion. And yep. all it means, all it means is it's coming from everybody in the Republican Party. But it's just to let everybody know. We're just about the pussy, okay? Yeah. <laughs> We're, We're going to rape you back into jobs. We're just all about the pussy. That's yeah. all it is, all right? All right, yeah. now let's get down to some business here. You mean Fucking idiot. Bidness. Bidness. Yeah. Idiots. Oh, they had a... Oh, fucking idiots. Anywho... I, I, this is the Tea Party influence, isn't it? Oh, I don't Which isn't even the Tea Party anymore. The Tea Party, like the normal Tea Party people, like tricorner hats and tea bags hanging yeah. from their hats and shit, where are they? They're just. Uh, because they look at these two and they're like, 
Oh, oh, fuck no. No, we don't want to be associated. No, I'm not voting for anybody. Uh, they're uh, staying home. Uh, who's the Green Party the candidate yard. this time? Ralph Nader looks pretty good. Yeah, I'll um, write him in. Uh, it's so fucking So here's the article. Ryan on abortion exceptions. Rape is just another method of conception. Vice presidential candidate and professional douchebag, my words, Paul Ryan, says that he personally believes that rape is just another method of conception and not an excuse to allow abortions. It's <laughs> Rape has now been downgraded from absolutely emotionally scarring tragedy to excuse. It's an excuse. I'm sorry, that's a good fucking reason. Oh, man. Do, you hear, do they hear themselves? No. During an interview with WJHL this week, Ryan was asked his view about Representative Todd Aiken, who recently asserted that women could not get pregnant from legitimate rape because he thinks they have duck vaginas. Specifically, where do you stand when it comes to rape? And when it comes to the issue, should it be legal for a woman to get an abortion if she's raped? Reporter Josh Smith wondered. I'm very proud of my pro-life record. Not the best way to start. And I've always adopted the idea that... Wait, what? How do you, how do you always adopt the idea? <laughs> the position that the method of conception doesn't change the definition of life, Ryan explained. But let's remember, I'm joining the Romney-Ryan ticket, and the president makes policy. Neither of you are fucking president. And the president, in this case, the future president, Mitt Romney, in some alternate bizarro universe, <laughs> has exceptions for rape, <laughs> incest, and life of the mother, which is a vast improvement of where we are right now. So in the clubhouse in my wait, backyard. Wait, wait, what? what? Hold on. I don't understand something here. He said, and the president, in this case, the future Mitt Romney... The future president, Mitt Romney, bizarre yeah. universe, blah, 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 has exceptions for rape, incest, and the life of the mother, which is a vast improvement of where we are right now. Uh, can you, no, can you correct me if I'm wrong? Um, rape is rape. Rape is legal is what I was going to say. <laughs> rape is 100% legal. Um, holy shit. We have to start doing these shows earlier. Wow. Um, abortions are legal. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's incest, rape, I don't have the money, I'm going to be a shitty parent, um, my father knocked me up, none of that shit, like, you, any of matter. those you reasons, just get one. you know what, I have nothing to do and it's Thursday. All of those are legitimate reasons, one, if you're a total asshole, but how does that, what a fucking lie. Yeah. MSNB Steve's MSNBC's Steve Bennon noted that responses like this were probably the reason that Romney is refusing to take any questions about Aiken or abortion. I don't think he should be allowed to do that. You're running for president. You're going to answer every fucking question we ask yeah. you. Like, um, do you like the Phase One or Phase Two clone trooper armor? <laughs> what do you think of uh, moving the capital of Hawaii to Guam? Should I have raspberries with my yogurt? Any question he should ask <laughs> and, and be asked and answer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't give... Is twenty six ninety five too much to pay for a vintage card at Darth Malgus? What? And that's a perfectly fine answer. Yeah, Admit it would be. Don't know. It would be. Who's going to win this season a face-off? <laughs> 
I don't know, but I'll find out for you. I don't think he should he should have a list of questions you can't ask. I think that's um yeah. bullshit. Uh in this case, when Ryan says the method of conception is irrelevant, he's talking about rape, Benin wrote. In other words, the Republicans vice presidential nominee clearly believes the government should force women to take their pregnancy to term if they are impregnated by a rapist. Republicans can only distance themselves so much from Todd Akin before we realize they share his views. What the fucking? F- I can't Ooh, watch this, oh, I, this audio. You're gonna make me. You're gonna oh, make me look at this guy. Yeah. I I just want to punch him. I mean, he's I, Secret Service. Don't come after me. I'm not gonna act on it. But I just want to punch him in his smug little district manager face. <laughs> Welcome to Virginia. Yeah, good to be here. Thanks for having me. Got to talk about the top uh, story that everyone's talking about. A representative Aiken this morning yeah. on TV that you asked him to step aside. Uh, he said he won't. Can you confirm that you did do that? Well, I'll, I'd rather keep the conversation um, uh, private between the two of us. I gave him my opinion. No, it's and a I public share the story. same opinion that Senator Blunt and all the other former Republican senators of Missouri have, which is for the sake of the country um, and for the sake of the conservative movement. I think I think it's the best thing to do in his in his interest and in the interest of the country. Uh, so I agree with the Missourians who, you know, basically asked him to do that. He says he's not going to. What's your reaction? Well, to that? he's going to have to run his campaign, and we're going to have to run our campaign, and that's 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 Congressman Aiken's decision. Abortion now, something we're talking about, and I, I think our viewers would love to know exactly where you stand, specifically, you're pro-life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But specifically where you stand when it comes to rape and, and when it comes to the issue of should it be legal for a woman to be able to get an abortion if she's... Yeah, well, so I'm very proud of my pro-life record, and um, I've always adopted the idea, the position that the method of conception doesn't change the definition of life. Um, but let's remember, I'm joining the Romney-Ryan ticket. And the president makes policy. It's convenient to frame that. In this case, the future president, Mitt Romney, uh, has exceptions for rape, incest, and life of the mother, which is a vast improvement of where we are right now. What does that mean? What? That's not true. That's a, that's a, that's You could not lie more than that if you tried. So... Okay, I just... All right, I can't talk about this clown anymore. No, he... There is... He's Dan Quayle. He's Dan Quayle, bred Sarah Palin and Dan Quayle, had a fucking kid, aged him quickly, and we got like this Carell. guy. Because Steve Carell, oh, oh my God, he should, if, oh my God, Steve Carell could do guest spots yeah. on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Who who would be Mitt Romney if they did that? John Hamm. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Hey, so I put this picture up. It's Richard Dawkins, and it's got a quote here. It says, You cannot be both sane and well-educated and disbelieve in evolution. The evidence is so strong that any sane, educated person has got to believe in evolution. So I put it up, and you know how you, you put a little comment for whatever? Yeah. Um, I have decided that I'm going to put stuff up, and if people that I don't want to talk to comment on it, I'm going to ignore them. Okay. So, um, my come instead of arguing for days and days and days, I put sit back, uh, sits back and waits. And uh, Zeke posted, sounds like a form of faith. And my response to that was 31 seconds. It took him 31 seconds to say something fucking moronic. Sounds like, what? what? I, that doesn't even make sense. No, because he's an idiot. I, I'm sorry if you're listening, but... When it comes to anything aside from your religion, you don't know shit. 
got into an argument about New Hampshire over here. We got seven minutes till we'll do the break. Sheriff candidate in New Hampshire. New Hampshire, the Alabama of New England. <laughs> Deadly force is okay to halt abortions. How do you even say that? I don't know, but New Hampshire is the red state of our how of you, our. How, you you know, sit there and you shoot someone, claiming uh, how much you value life. Yeah, it's pretty smart, huh? A county sheriff candidate in New Hampshire made quite a few waves yesterday. This when he like decided that he didn't ago. want to be a sheriff anymore. <laughs> no, he's, he's just a candidate. Oh, when he didn't want to be sheriff. <laughs> At all. <laughs> when he told WMUR that he would absolutely, that's in quotes, do what it took, including using deadly force to stop abortions, which are legal, by the way. Yeah. If someone is under threat, a full-grown human being, if they're under threat, what should the sheriff do? Everything in their power to prevent them from being harmed, said Frank Zabo. <sighs> That's funny because I watched The Guild. <laughs> okay. I have not watched it in a very long time. It's funny. The Republican was talking only about elective and late term abortions, he explained. I would hope that it wouldn't come to that as with any situation where someone is in danger, but. <laughs> but I will shoot a bitch. But that is an act that needs to be stopped. Not Again, not, not your choice. You don't have that ability to decide that. Zabo backtracked today. Now, I want to point out that everybody, Aiken, apologized for his comments. And to that, I can say, you, you can go fuck a monkey because you're an asshole. Um, you don't get to walk those comments no, I, back. No, you don't get to do it because you, you, you said, said what it. you believed right there. And at least, you know what, have the balls to stick into your, stick into your guns. Your guns yeah. are, in this case, kind of fucked up. It, but it, yeah. at least have the balls to say, this is what I believe. If it hey, doesn't get I said thing. it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just... Zabo backtracked today, saying in a statement that his comments about the use of deadly force against abortion doctors were unacceptable, and that he apologizes and retracts his words. I let my passionate stance against abortion get the better of me, he said, adding, I honestly can't imagine a situation where I'd want to use deadly force now that everybody knows what I think. That was the unwritten part of it. So, now, ladies, the, I tell you, if you want abortions, come on down. Let me translate that into my normal people speak. I'm going to lose this election now, so and bad. I'm going to want to run again. So let me try to sound like a normal, compassionate human being. See, that's the problem. Because the I realize that everybody hates what I said. So dumb. Uh, he also walked back other controversial comments, including one in which he said, the county sheriff doesn't answer to anyone. <laughs> I want to read. Can I read that one again? Uh, he sees Jackie Gleason and Smokey and the Bandit. He also walked back other controversial comments, including one in which he said, the county sheriff doesn't answer to anyone. I had to add that emphasis to it. I will shoot a bitch. He did not, however, address several other parts of the interview, like promising to arrest any doctor performing illegal elective abortions or comparing abortions to slavery. Now, on the side of this page, it says, my take on this story, 0% intriguing, 5% brilliant, 5% annoying, 5% hilarious, 2% depressing, 83% scary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that was over there until I saw it just now. It was pretty stupid. <laughs> what a tool. <sighs> so I saw yeah. something really funny today. We went into Boston because 
Cole's birthday is Sunday. Yeah. So uh, we went in for a little field trip today. And um, he occasionally will, with my wife, watch some of these Food Network shows. Okay. There's like the great truck, food truck race or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the trucks that came in like third or something, Roxy's grilled cheese, whatever. Yeah. They're in front of the Boston Public Library today. Oh. And that was the best fucking sandwich I've had in a very long really? time. Really? Oh, my God. It was like, like I don't remember the name of the cheese. It wasn't American cheese. It began with an F. Fucking awesome. And was it was it like, fromage? Because that's no, French for cheese. No, it was something else. <laughs> um, but it's it was the time of night where I turned into a dick. It was like it's ribs. like reverse Cinderella. It was like ribs and caramelized onions. And ah. oh, it was so damn good. It nice. was so delicious. It was so fun. Nice. Um, so we had a really nice lunch, and he was really excited to do that. But we're walking by the library, and um, I saw this. Really made me laugh hard. Um, it was this little Asian woman. She was probably in her, like, 50s. And she's just going along. She had a little fanny pack and, like, a, a vest, which I thought was interesting. A little print vest and some shorts and some running shoes. And, and she was wearing a baseball hat that said, <laughs> no fat chicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's somebody you want to talk to. That was Awesome. It was oh, it totally cracked me up. And like two seconds after that, Peter Alexis called me. Uh, so we were just, he was, I uh, wouldn't tell me a funny story. And I told him because I was still laughing when I picked up the phone. And, um, and he told me that he had, um, he had seen similar stuff um, when he was in Lowell. And there's a lot of immigration coming into Lowell and stuff like that, like in the 80s. And, I'd see these little Vietnamese women and one of them, you know, this little, like, 90-year-old Vietnamese woman wearing this T-shirt that said, kiss me, I'm Polish. (laughs) (laughs) No fat chicks. No fat chicks. That's pretty funny. That killed me. That was so funny. (sighs) Anywho, that was my funny moment of the day. Nice. That's pretty good. Um, Since we started the show, uh, Kurt uh, posted something. Um to follow up on the um, disgustingly um, angering whatever photo there of the 12-year-old okay. girl. Um, pregnancy begins two weeks before conception is now the law in backwards-ass hillbilly Arizona. I know I said ask for ass. Oh, my God. So they did make that a law. So technically, my wife's pregnant now. So is mine. All right. And actually, my children are too which is weird in arizona women are now legally pregnant two weeks before conception according to a new state law the orwellian named women's health and safety act hey that means all of them get to park in the mom parking at babies r us hey i'm gonna ovulate in two weeks (laughs) uh signed yesterday by republican uh asshat governor jam brewer the scientifically medically, ethically, and intellectually dishonest legislation is designed to reduce the amount of time a woman is allowed to have legal abortions and is one of the most draconian bills to become law in America. When I was little, I used to I used to like the idea of draconian because it always reminded me of lizard men, but now I know what it means and it's very depressing. Yes. The bill was sponsored by extremist Arizona State Representative Kimberly Yee. A woman who's self-hating, apparently, apparently. who last month penned an op-ed titled No Drug Test, No Welfare. 
Where do you fall on that? Um, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't really see a problem with it. If you're getting something, there should be stipulations yeah, yeah, or conditions. However, however, the logistics of, of following up on that are nightmarish. Yeah. So I just, I'll just say both sides. Uh, she says, states have an obligation to hold those on public assistance accountable for their actions. Receiving a public benefit is a privilege, not a right. The debate on drug testing welfare recipients is simply about the responsible use of tax dollars. Well, see, now that's where it gets sticky, isn't it? Is that a good use of tax dollars? Mm, Yeah, that's the question, ain't it? It is, I think, because I don't know how to answer that because I wasn't prepared for that part of this. Uh, So let's go on. Uh, (laughs) I don't like that question. Let's run away from it. (laughs) I'm Mitt Romney. It's unclear whether the U.S. Constitution, whether in the U.S. Constitution it states that the states, quote, have an obligation to hold those on public assistance accountable for their actions. Um, Let's see. Planned Parenthood of Arizona lobbyist Michelle Steinberg called the law the country's most extreme piece of anti-abortion legislation, the Tucson Citizen reported. She said the law defines pregnancy in a way that bans abortion two weeks before the other seven states with similar laws because it calculates gestational age starting with the first day of the last menstrual period rather than the, excuse me, I had a burp that I was trying to suppress, rather than the date of conception. Technically, it's just an egg. It's one cell. Yeah. And it's not anything but a cell. Until it's fertilized. Yeah. Till you add water and shake, um, it's not. You can't bake. Yeah. <laughs> During the hearings on the bill, Dr. Now many, Johnny Cochran here. <laughs> many women don't discover their fetus has a severe or life-threatening problem until an ultrasound at about the 20th week. The doctors and several women who had faced this issue testified that this law would arbitrarily cut off the right for these women to have an abortion. My heart goes out to the families that will be impacted, Steinberg said. Women are being forced to carry children that they know will end up dying within hours of birth. Craziness. That, I just... Uh, how can you do that to somebody? I don't, I don't get it. Just... All right. The bill signed into law Thursday makes other changes to abortion regulations, including the requirement of an ultrasound 24 hours before the procedure. The law becomes effective 90 days after the legislature ends its session, which is likely to occur later this month. I wonder I wonder how the, the doctors that perform these abortions, because I'm not going to call them abortion doctors. I'm going to call them yeah. doctors that perform abortions. Um, do you ever think it's going to turn into, like, an... Please forgive this, like, analogy. But when you take your car to get inspected and your friends run in the inspection station and it was the old style where, like, they take the thing they're supposed to stick into the tailpipe to measure the emissions, and they just kind of sit it on the on the ground <laughs> and, like, they talk to you for a minute, check your headlights, you know, like the yeah. doctor would, like, press on your stomach or whatever and, like, load up an ultrasound image from another person. And, I don't know. Or you don't have to crazy, look. But I, I really hope that folks in the medical community would inject a little common sense and, yeah, you know. This this would be the, if, if I was the doctor and I, I was in Arizona and I had no means or will or whatever to, to move, 
And this is also not being a doctor. I would bring the person in and I'd say, okay, so here's your ultrasound. Uh, we've redefined the term ultrasound to mean consultation. So we are going to sit and have an ultrasound. Uh, you still want to do this? Yes. Are, are you sure? Okay. All right. All right. Fine. Now let me play this low frequency noise. There is your ultrasound. <laughs> So the black helicopters think that we did it the way we were supposed to. Exactly. Yeah, this is supposed to take 18 minutes. Don't go back outside. When you go, you get a zigzag to your car. <laughs> Current law allows abortions up until the point of viability when a fetus could reasonably survive on its own outside the womb. That's considered by many medical experts and abortion clinics to be from 22 to 24 weeks. Current law also allows abortions beyond that to protect the life or health of the woman but it doesn't define health. The Daily Beast adds, the stipulation likely to be most widely felt is what experts are calling an effective shutdown of medical medication abortions. These non-surgical abortions are usually performed within the first nine weeks of pregnancy and account for between 17 and 20% of all abortions, according to the Guttmacher Institute, a reproductive rights advocacy group. How come I can read that, but not like a four-letter name? Not sure. It's the German. While women often take pills at clinics and in their homes, the bill now mandates that a medical provider must have hospital privileges within 30 miles of where the procedure takes place. Many times clinics or homes are not within 30 miles of hospitals, and the distance prevents providers from other cities or even states from caring for women, says Elizabeth Nash of the Guttmacher Institute. Another factor that could contribute to what Nash called a shutdown of medication abortions is that the law requires abortion pills to be administered using outdated protocols, confusing providers and obscuring proper use of the drugs. While it becomes the seventh, seventh state to pass such legislation in the past two years, many Arizonans, Ariz, yeah, Arizonans uh, believe theirs is the most restrictive and sinister because of the degree to which it will legislate health care, thwart evidence-based medicine. Wow. Evidence-based medicine. Yeah. I never heard it put that way. And shame women. One in three women will have an abortion before age 45, according to Kutmacher. And more than half of those women already have a child. I'm sorry. Every time I read that, uh, we were watching Superman the other day, and I keep thinking Tess Mocker. Tess Mocker. Yeah. The law disregards women's health in a way I've never seen before, said Center for Reproductive Rights State Advocacy Council Jordan Goldberg. The women of Arizona can't access medical treatment that other women can. Uh, that is going to be struck down, by the way. I guarantee you that law is not going to stick. Someone will fight it. I hope. You know, someone I will hope. fight it. It'll make its way to the Supreme Court within three years, and it'll get struck. Well, hopefully down. at that point, our newly elected president will be able to put some uh, progressive Our newly re-elected president. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah. Other parts of the law includes education in public schools, prioritizing birth and adoption signs throughout health care facilities, warning against abortion coercion, because, like, doctors would want to... Uh, and in order for the state health department to create and maintain a website touting alternatives to abortion and displaying images of fetuses. Also required is abortion counseling for women aiming to abort pregnancies due to fetal abnormalities. And if the abnormality is certain to be fatal, the counseling incorporates prenatal hospice information before ending the pregnancy. Oh, sorry, perinatal. 
hospice information before ending the pregnancy. It reaffirms existing barriers to access like the the requirement of a notarized parental consent form for minors and a mandatory ultrasound screening within 24 hours of having an abortion. State Rep. Kimberly Yee, the sponsor of the House bill which passed Monday, said she acted with her constituents in mind, adding that many of them feel it doesn't go far enough. Um, I'm sorry, you, are, you can't say some people say. That's not right. a credible source. You know what some people say, Kimberly Yee, that you're a draconian asshat. Though some people might be in this room. I don't, I don't fucking get it. But let's do a break. Good? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Relax. You're quite safe here. Am I dreaming? No. Where am I? In bed? What am I doing? Talking to myself. Look, I must have a star on my door. Or better still. A door? A door? A door? Swing doors, huh? Look, 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 okay, doors. Swing.
Okay, so now this is going to be the real trick of the show, is to is to do feedback, do that segment that always embarrasses me, and then only talk for long enough for us to get the beginning of the song into that one cue point where I like to cut the show off and not ramble well, for an see. hour. Um, I've got an email here from a couple of weeks ago. That's and the one that I missed. I didn't well, give it no, to you last week. Well, um, yeah, so let me read this here. Hi, guys. This is from uh, Rich. Uh, hi, guys. Wanted to offer a quick response to Ian's claim that I am a, quote, fucking moron for using the term illegals as a noun. Wait, was it? Did he aim that at anybody? I, I don't I'm going to have to go back and I'm look. Because I, I, just from that one sentence, because I don't remember what the whole thing I says, I thought it was aimed at, like, the people on Fox News. Oh. So. Ian may want to take his grandma Nazi self to an online or print dictionary where he could look up one of the several million articles that describe use of adjectives as nouns and they can serve the same semantic functions in speech and often the substitution of an adjective for a noun can serve as an ellipsis or of a noun uh, or a noun phrase for the purposes of shortening sentences. For example, in discussions of race or ethnicity, people often use the terms whites or blacks as opposed to white people, black people. This is a fairly conventional rule in English. Ian may want to better acquaint himself with the rules of the language before calling people out on breaking them. Okay, kids, back to your corners. Uh, word substitutions <laughs> yeah. over time is one of the primary ways languages evolve. Even where these parts of speech, even where these parts of speech strictly held, languages are primarily spoken with written languages being secondary and not even developed in some cultures. The rules and dictionaries are attempts to codify uh, common practice, not the end-all, be-all of all language and construction, which is why we all speak the way we do now as opposed to how our ancestors spoke 1,100 or in many cases even as they did 10 years ago. <laughs> As for believing there's little or no fraud in modern U.S. elections, that's attributable to one major party more than the other. That may indeed qualify someone for being a labeled a fucking moron. Uh, as for the rest of the show, I'm glad to hear you guys are eating healthy. I'm not. What are you talking about? Well, it's me. He's proud of me. Yeah, all right, kid. <laughs> uh, as much as it uh, annoys me sometimes, worth it in the end. I personally started in earnest about six months ago. Nice. And I'm feeling great. Well, how does Ernest feel about that? But I'm uh, doing a mile and a half a few times a week on a treadmill, and my lifts are getting at least past 50% of what they were when I used to power lift. Nice. Should I ever have kids, I'll at least be able to play with them. All the yeah. best, Rich, sent from his iPad. Now, we lost a listener. Um, we did? We we lost a listener because of a, a back and forth argument uh, between listeners. I don't yeah, want be that nice to each other. I don't want that to happen again. I don't I don't remember, so I can't say with certainty that anything was aimed at you. Um, I think what I remember, and I could be remembering wrong because it is late, and I've been up for a long time. I I think I thought it had more to do with the intent behind the word it like um like lewis ck talks about the word jew right you can say jew or you can say jew <laughs> you know so i thought that's what it was about i could be wrong but um i don't want i don't want to lose people because two two people that don't, haven't met don't get along so let's refrain from making fun of other listeners all right on either side. I'm not taking a yeah. side here at all. I just, you know, 
write in whatever, but let's let's we'll keep it civil and not lose people because I don't want to lose listeners. Seriously, <laughs> podcasts right. in general are, are, have have like peaked and then we're on a, on a decline for listenership across the board. So. What, I, um, I have a feeling after the election we'll lose a bunch of people, which is fine. That you know. So anyway, um, yes, let's all. Can we all just get along? Wow, you know what? Rodney King died this year. Yes, he a did. lot of fucking people died this year. Yeah, Phyllisilla, Tony Scott, Jerry Nelson died. Jerry Nelson, the voice of oh, Count, Count von Count. Yeah, I almost called him Count Chocula. Yeah. <laughs> no man. Yeah, and he crazy. actually he was the voice of Gobo Fraggle. Which, I was never a fraggle guy. No, I was. You Fuck would have been fraggles. a little too old. I am, but that's a whole other generation right there that would have. That was sad, but you know what? He he lived a good long life, yeah. and and we could have been longer. Phyllis, that was. I guess that's the third because they all happened in third. You got Phyllis Diller, yeah, uh, who is kind of weird and crazy. Yeah, she lived. Um, she lived funny a as long hell. time too. And uh, Tony she Scott. broke. She broke a lot of ground for female oh, yeah, comedians. Did. Yeah. Tony Scott, there's still no, there's still no definitive motive for why he, why he jumped off the bridge. Uh huh. So I want to uh, just, just to say this, um, I have the, the the argument, the little old lady argument we had about suicide, right? I have my own personal reasons that I will never discuss on the show as to why I feel the way I feel. Okay. Okay. Uh, I argue about it emotionally and I can't help that and that will never change so I think from this point on it's best if we just ignore the subject completely okay does that make sense yeah it's fine okay I just want to say that just reporting it uh, as a news item no 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 I know but like I talked with a couple people online about it and there's you know I've been joking you know oh yeah well you know poking yourself with a pencil suicide that kind of thing um but there's there's reasons why I said what yeah. I said that may or may not be true, but when they're clouded by emotion, right? You know, perception is reality. Whatever. I don't want to get into it. So anyway, um, to change the subject, <laughs> um, let's see if the volume is good on this one. Apparently, I can't type for crap. So, what, and right. I'm not even going to try it this time because, once again, I am on my phone. <laughs> what that email meant to say was persecution. The more you go against Christian beliefs, the more they see it as persecution. Oh, and yeah. then you start yeah. talking about martyrs and all that kind of stuff. So they dig deeper into their trenches and, and that kind of stuff. So I, that's the only thing that scares me about what's going on right now. If I was to be fearful of anything is because of all the people that are acting so persecuted hmm. and the Bible says they are rightful to do that and that they should stand up against it or be beaten down by it and, and still they'll be righteous to the day they die. So that's that kind of zealous thinking that <laughs> some people get just downright creepy about. So anyways, sorry for that, Frank. Didn't mean for you to... I, I don't mind insulting you, but I hate making you read bad stuff. <laughs> hey, at least he stayed awake. I guess... So yeah, you can actually do on your on your smartphones. You can record audio and you can mail it to us that yeah. way. Um, that's that's the thing that that I find absolutely fascinating with with the Bible is the um, uh, you know a fool turns his says in his heart there is no God, 
Um, we will be persecuted, but we'll rise up. The meek shall inherit the earth. You can say this. I'll do that. Yeah. It's, it's almost like <laughs> it's exactly like it's not almost like it's it's exactly they the people that wrote these stories saw what happened in the rest of history with all the other religions and said, hey, you know what? If we build in our own moral support and saying, oh, well, it's happened before, it's happened again. You know, the Battlestar Galactica mantra, this has all happened before, mm-hmm. um, we'll be persecuted. They'll say this about us. They'll say that. Then all these bing-bongs 200, 3,000 years from now will be able to say, oh, well, look, they said it's going to happen, and it's happening. Guess what? It's be, always fucking happened. I think it'd be great if the Bible had the phrase bing-bongs. It would. It would. I, I, would, I would read it. Yeah, yeah. And Josiah begat the Bing Bong, <laughs> and the Bing Bong begat the shithead. The shithead begat the douchebag. The douchebag begat the Fox News Network. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's like it's um, it's it's I had uh, in talking with Zeke, I had referred to it. I think I said last week as like the the self reinforcing delusion, or it's a self reinforcing philosophy or or prophecy. And, oh well, they said that they're going to make fun of us. Well, yeah, no shit. You yeah. believe in some crazy, stupid ideas. There's some very good life lessons in there. Yeah. Be nice to people. Don't kill people. Don't be a fucking dickhead. Respect your parents. But there's a lot of stupid shit in there, too. Yeah. There's a lot of weird ways they go around trying to make a point. And, it, you know, and then I don't understand. I mean, we bacon, ham, shellfish, lobster haircuts, hats, no hats, veils, no yeah, veils. All... Every religion has these who don't eat cows, eat cows. It's like make cows eat other cows while they're wearing a then hat. Then you get a, then you get super burgers. I know, right? At that oh, point. So... If you could make a cow eat a cow that ate a pig, if it's a lesbian, it thing. would be the most awesome super bacon burger, bacon yeah. burger burger, bacon super thing. But Religion is the only thing that says don't do X, don't drink this, don't right. eat that. There's no laws that say, oh, aside from like fucking mushrooms and acid, you know, like not food. There's nothing in the in a grocery store that is prohibited by law, by man-made law. That's yeah. all the fucking Bible is anyway, is man-made law. Exactly. But like... You know, oh, don't drink. Why? Why can't we drink, uh, Mister Muhammad? Because uh, God said so. Meanwhile, he's thinking because you guys turn into fucking assholes, and I can't get <laughs> shit done when you're drunk. That's it. You know, if we get invaded and we're all dead because we're you're drunk, I'm gonna be pissed at you. It's, it's all about control. Although the don't eat this animal, don't eat that animal. I mean, some of them actually make sense. Some don't. No, but none of it makes sense. Why would you want to eat a camel? Why not? Well, because it's there. I exactly. guess is the reason why you're there, you would do hungry, that. They taste. They smell worse on the outside. Whatever. Uh, and everything tastes. Smells like meat when you cook it. Yeah. I saw. I saw a woman with a sign. Um, no fat chicks. No, that would have <laughs> been awesome. Um, ah, shit! What was the first part? I forget. I really, I don't even, I don't even remember. But it basically ended with the line, so is a blowjob cannibalism. 
All right. That's kind of like the beginning of the joke that Bender is telling when he's walked, going through the, uh, <laughs> that you never hear the end of in Breakfast Club. All right, what do we got from uh, that other dude? I was going to scroll down here and see if I could find the sign, but I probably won't. Um, anything no, we're else? we're trying to stay focused, Any, remember? Well, that's, I'm trying to do this right now and trying to get everything everything all, like, is there anything else we need to talk about before no, the end of the I'm show? Good. I'm tired. I had a busy week. Yeah, me too. No, I don't see anything. All right. All right. I don't know if I want to do this. Dad, today at school, my teacher said we evolved from other animals. That's not true, is it? Of course not, Stephen. We were created by monkey God in his monkey image. But how do we know for sure God's a monkey? Well, do you think God throws his own poop and enjoys jumping up and down in place? Yeah. And do you think when he's eating bananas, he periodically stops chewing and looks around with an angry expression to make sure no one's plotting to steal them? Yeah. And do you think his ass is slightly less hairy than the rest of his body? Yeah. Then there's your answer, champ. Okay, but how do we know God really loves us? Because his son died for our sins. Monkey Jesus could have ripped off the Romans' arms and masturbated all over their bodies, but he chose love instead. And I think that makes him pretty darn special. Cool. Thanks, Dad. If we evolved from monkeys, how come there's still monkeys? <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was good. Last rites with Reverend Scott. (laughs) Right now, he makes more sense than any of them. Hey there, Chris and Frank. I'm Reverend Scott. In case you were wondering, And I thought I'd like to talk to you guys for a moment about this November's upcoming election. Oh, yeah. It seems as though there's only going to be two choices on this year's ballot. Barack Obama and Mitt Romney. Oh, hey. Wow. I look pretty fucking good now, don't I, America? Indeed you do, Frank. But America seems intent to spend a few minutes voting, followed by four years of regret. You know, it's like kicking a puppy. Really fun after the first ten minutes. I know, and then it cries. Um, yeah, something like that, I guess. I suppose I just feel a bit cheated because I'm not going to be on the ballot. Why? This is such a dick move. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Guys, I really wish I knew why. It's it's probably because I'm too handsome. Oh, well, yeah, when you put it that way, it makes even less fucking sense. All right, but we're destined to have an ugly president. Just look at Barack and Mitt. All right, look at how much of a smarmy douche you were. Next. Yeah. Well, the next step must be to have the Are You Serious cult members write me in as their vote. All I need for you guys to do is endorse me on your show. Reverend Scott. Oh, yeah, fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that guy. You know what? He went a pompous cocksucker. Like, fuck him. I just don't fucking get it. And you tell me all the time that you have my back. I just don't fucking get it. And I tell him all the time, you're an idiot. Whatever, Frank. I'd like to know what you have to do that's so much more important than getting me elected as our nation's leader. I'm going to go fuck a whore, do some drugs, and suck off a dude. Okay, fair enough. Apparently you guys have priorities. Whatever the fuck that means. It means I think you're communists. Whatever the fuck that means. I think it means that the segment is over for this week. Peace and love, guys.
we're playing this game at um, at camp, right? Yeah. And uh, it's this game called Take a Razor Blade to Your Balls. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, the quickly spreading movement <clears throat> preaches a frightening racist theology that says Jesus Christ is returning soon to kill or enslave white people, Jews, homosexuals, and others. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's all about Satan and, and paganism. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, doesn't it suck? <laughs> you motherfuckers! <laughs> wow. We had three of them at the end of that. That was nice. That I was like that. good. All right. <sighs> um, desperately scrolling through Facebook to see if I can find that. I know, right? That picture. All right. So this is, we usually lose it on the dismount here. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah. All right. We definitely so, do. Are You Serious Podcast, there's a Facebook thing. Just get to us. Actually, there's there. a lot of stuff on the Facebook page. There's a lot of, yeah. a lot of so, good stuff there. Um, go uh, go to the Sneaker Museum page, too. We finally hired a web uh, developer, so that website should be up soon. And we have an event in October. Oh, so, so you can't even tell people where to go, right? Not yet. Not not to the website. You can tell people where to go. Yeah, fuck them. But. Go to hell, everybody. Whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> so that's all uh that's all I got. Uh Okay. All right. You know you know you'll find it the minute that we're done. So, I know. I know that's right. the sad thing. So, oh, she was hot. I know there's a lot of tattoo websites that I have uh what's it called? pages that I've liked. Cuz yeah, I like getting sure. ideas for stuff that I can't afford. Yeah, like so. hot women. Uh, um they're not for sale. You know that, right? Uh, it's called prostitution. It's perfectly legal in Nevada <laughs> and Amsterdam. We're not there. Yet. We're we're here. Well, you know, mail order, Amazon. That's what that website is, right? <laughs> no. you're, you're into big, powerful women. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and watch you do Facebook. No? No. But it's awesome. All you're doing is scrolling. I. Nope. Yeah. ass right yeah, there. Yeah, see? All right. That's why you want to watch me scroll yeah. through is to see tattooed girls. To see tattooed girls because I can't yep. do that at home or when I'm driving home. So. <laughs> yeah. You folks have a great week. Go while you're driving home. And um, that's all we got. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.
Are you still there? You might be watching this election season and thinking to yourself, there's no way that Mitt Romney could ever beat Obama. This is a guy who says corporations are people and straps the family dog to the roof of his car. He refuses to release more than two years of tax returns. And he parks his money in the Cayman Islands. I mean, did anyone even vet this guy? Anyone? But seriously, while it might seem totally impossible, the fact is, it's totally possible. And that's due to a three-pronged GOP plan to get Mitt Romney into the White House. And you need to know about this, because as of right now, it's on track to succeed. Prong one, sabotage our economy and then blame Obama for it. The GOP are doing things like starving states of funding, which force massive layoffs, and then criticizing Obama for those job losses. Under Obama, Republicans are opposing things they used to always be in favor of. Remember that debt ceiling debacle from last year that damaged our credit rating and caused businesses not to hire? Republicans are threatening that same standoff again in 2013. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said, The single most important thing we want to achieve is for President Obama to be a one-term president. Not jobs, not an economic recovery. It's all about defeating Obama. And the most frightening part about this strategy is that it's working. The latest polls indicate more Americans actually blame Obama for the struggling economy over Wall Street, Congress, or even George W. Bush. You know, the people that caused the crash in the first place. Many Americans don't see the recovery we need and just simply blame the president. And the GOP knows that, which is why they fought every reform proposed by the Obama administration every single time. That's prong one. Prong two, round up a bunch of rich one percenters to spend hundreds of millions of dollars on misleading ads smearing Obama. Remember Karl Rove? Yeah, he's back. Rove's group and allies are going to spend over a billion dollars this election. Outside conservative groups have already spent seven times more than groups supporting Obama. Helping out, of course, are the Koch brothers. Maybe you've heard of them. So who do you think Mitt's going to answer to when it's decision-making time in the White House? I'm just going to take a wild guess and say his millionaire and billionaire donors, and not me or you? So let's talk about where all this money is going. It's pummeling voters every single day with misleading TV and radio ads in those swing states, basically doing whatever they can to confuse and deceive people about Obama because they know if they repeat their lies often enough, it just might stick. That's prong two. Prong three, an unprecedented voter suppression campaign. In Florida, Governor Rick Scott has started a purge that's removing eligible voters, 87% of whom are Latinos and people of color from the rolls. And we're seeing another type of voter suppression in Pennsylvania with the state's new voter ID law, which will now require a photo ID to vote, even though over 750,000 Pennsylvania voters don't have one. In case you had any doubts about the purpose of these efforts, the Pennsylvania House Majority Leader, Republican Mike Terzai, actually admitted that the new voter ID law is intended to hand Mitt Romney the White House. Voter ID, which is going to allow Governor Romney to win the state of Pennsylvania, Done. This voter suppression effort is no joke. It's estimated that as many as 5 million potential voters could be affected in 2012, more than enough to tip the scales for Mitt Romney. It starts to feel like the GOP isn't interested in trying to win this election on Mitt Romney's merits. I mean, why else would they be willing to employ a strategy that actively denies American citizens, especially those of color, their legal rights to vote? Should we connect the dots? I think we should. Let's just call it what it is. 
a racist strategy to stop voters that they think are statistically inclined to vote for Obama. And Mitt Romney is right in lockstep with that plan. And we need to sit up and take notice. The GOP's plan can win them the White House if Obama supporters don't take action, like now. The next president could fill three Supreme Court justice seats. This election is about a whole lot more than Obama versus Romney. It's about the soul and direction of our country for the next 50 years. The only question is, are you ready to fight back? That's all you get, jerks!